we come back with tales from another land. Tales that you can only get in the greatest city that never existed. We are back from our trip in Grand Rapids, Michigan, <laughs> here on episode 68 of A Gentleman's Chat with your hosts, Billy and Ian. Dude, it was, I'm not going to lie. It was a long-awaited return to the promised land, a.k.a. <laughs> AKA Grand Rapids, Michigan. So I think people can excuse us for being a day late on the uh, upload of the chat because we just got back fresh off the uh, the the smell of Grand Rapids, Michigan. Oh yes, dude. What? And I gotta tell you, what's funny is we were there uh, first time what four years ago now. Yeah, the it, very uh, first episode of this ha- chat. It has not changed. It's still no. an absolute dirt bag of a place. To be fair, I feel like. You guys got bamboozled with the location? No, I feel like we got to see the real city. Yeah? That's what I feel like. Yeah. I feel like our friend would disagree. He's always like, we'll just take you downtown Grand Rapids, and we've just never been. I'm told it exists. Yeah. I I drove through it on the way down because we came in from the north side of the Mm. city this time. We went up and around the bridge in Mackinac. For those of you living in Mackinac, I just used your city. Congratulations. Nice bridge. It was a nice bridge. They paid, They charged me to get across, but aside from that, it was nice. What did they charge you? Was it a steep fee? Uh, it was $4. Whoa, $4 across their special yeah. bridge? But Jeez. comparing that to the way back when we had to take all the tolls, oof, not even close. <laughs> yeah, I have $12 in tolls I have to pay. Yeah, from both down and down back? Down and back, yeah. Okay. So it was $12 That's toll. That's not actually that bad. No, it really wasn't. Um, The way... When we came as well, it was off time, so all the Chicago tolls were not that bad because yeah. they range from... Yeah, they do. They do. And what is also true is that Illinois, even though it has undoubtedly the worst drivers and some of the worst people on the roads, they have a very sophisticated app that you can use going through the Illinois tollway, yep. which works about 65% of the time, Yep, which is really more than can be asked of a lot of people in that area, you know? People in that area are much less reliable than the 65%, so... It is pretty bad. And then uh. they'll say, like, angry hate mail, like, you didn't pay this. And it's like, well, I was trying. Yeah, dude, it sucks. <laughs> so, all right, I got the app up, and it, it locates where you are on the road. So when you pass a toll, it automatically adds it to your wallet yep. so you can pay the toll. Great. And they give you, like, 7 or 14 days to pay it. Yep. Past the time you go through it. All fantastic stuff. The thing that sucks, though is that because it only works 65% of the time, when you miss a toll, not if, when you miss yep. a toll, you have to then try to have this convoluted way of figuring it out, and it always takes them forever, and it's a $20 fine every single one of the tolls you don't yep. pay. So, for example, I go through four tolls or whatever it was going down there, and I missed one of them. Ooh. And I can't add it to my wallet, because the app doesn't work that way. It only does the ones that it yep. caught for you. So then they're all overdue, and I have to pay $20 in every single one of them. Now my $11 turns into $150 magically. It's like, this is ridiculous. It is ridiculous, which is why I always go to the manual ones and just pay cash to get it over with. They're closed. I was going to bring that up. Uh, Good on you, Chicago. You've outsourced more of your jobs to no one. Um, Yeah, every single one I went past, there was one. I was in Indiana now that I think about it. So, no. Chicago, you're screwed. (laughs) (laughs) Every single one, they don't have anyone manned. You're forced to go through the automated one. Yeah. And I'm sitting there like, 
can you really force someone through an automated thing that is not 100% guaranteed without an option of, you know, getting it out of the way and then fault them for it? That's what I'm saying, this dude. This seems like a money-making scheme. That's why I'm happy they extended their, like, grace period from seven days to 14. Because you might need the little because extra Because I'm going to yeah. need the extra week to try to fight with some underpaid intern on the phone to try to get my friggin' license plate deal figured out, you know? Yeah. That is something I've come to appreciate living in Wisconsin, where Wisconsin, there are zero tolls in any point of Wisconsin. Yes. Uh, to combat this and to keep our roads nice and purdy, there is a wheel tax. When you register a vehicle the first time, it's like $5 a wheel for everyone living in Wisconsin. So that's like $20 per new car you get. Yes. Or it's- used, I believe. But anytime you register a car. Aside from that, no tolls, no excess fees, no like snowplow fees it's really really nice yeah and, and our we roads get new are in good shape every single year i was gonna say i have lived all over and one of the biggest things i credit wisconsin for having is some of the nicest roads in the entire nation yeah somehow yeah because they're always brand new they are always brand Cause new because er- every year the winter permafrost cracks everything and they yeah. have to redo everything. every single year that tar truck is going by and he's laying yep. new pavement you know i always hate when they lay down blacktop, because I just yep. don't like blacktop. It degrades faster. It's I mean, it's nice to drive on, but it's also it makes the whole road hot. Your tires wear out faster. Just it's a hellacious on your car. Oh yeah. But it is so nice because every year it's new. Yep. So it's much faster than tearing up all the old concrete and laying new. So it's you know like a three week fix and they redo the whole state of Wisconsin. It's fantastic. And doesn't even begin to compare to Chicago's tollways, which the idea of a tollway is you're paying their six bucks or whatever to ride on this little stretch, like three miles of highway that those tolls are supposed to go directly to and keep it perfect. I don't know if any of you guys have been through Chicago and their tollways, their roads, they're not even the same building materials. They're like patchy. You like yes. have some cement, some tar, some gravel for whatever <laughs> yes. reason, some wood. And <laughs> there is no redeeming qualities about this. They've got a hundred foot stretch of marble for exactly. some reason. <laughs> Maybe oh, that's yeah. the problem. They spent all their budget. We're like, we're just going to give them something inc- impeccable, make a marble roadway. They get done with, you know, the 20 feet by 20 feet patch of marble <laughs> they could afford. And the rest is just bamboo. <laughs> Yeah, so we should maybe explain why we were in Grand Rapids. It was not of our own choice. That is accurate. We had a friend of ours whose wedding, he was getting married. So we said, hey, come on down. The price is right. <laughs> and we got called down. And like Drew White, you know, when he calls you down, or Drew, who, is that that guy's name from The Price is Right? What's the guy's name from The Price is Right? I always remembered Bob Barker. Okay, Bob Barker. Just like Bob Barker used to do. You know, he points you in the audience and calls you down and you come parading down. That's not exactly what ours looked like. Because, uh, so he was getting married, so we all made the trek, our whole friend group, over to Grand Rapids area. But my yeah, it technically ad- wasn't, it was just like south, wasn't it in, Grand with a G. Grandville? I don't know. Yeah, it might be Grandville. It was like between yeah. Grandville and like Wyoming, uh, Michigan was yeah. on the other side, which is a terrible name for a town, by the way. Yeah, never name a town after a established state yeah because there's no way your town's getting as famous as the established state dude i knew it was gonna be a wild weekend because i rolled in a day before everybody else so my fiance could visit a friend of hers from high school so we're sitting on their back deck they made dinner for us we came in it was uh lansing michigan we rolled in lansing michigan and um they made us dinner a a lasagna that was delicious we're eating on the back deck and 
uh, he had just gotten engaged as well and had, and had a ring. And he was saying, you know, sometimes I just feel like, because it's rose gold, like it's, it's a soft material. Like I could just bend it and break it right away. And my, my like, because I'm not married yet, right? but I have a band on that uh, was silicone as like a placeholder. So when I actually get married, the, the actual metal yeah. one goes there, right? But it's a, a sign to all that I'm taken. Like it's, a middle school promise ring, but, you know, yes, for real. But for real. <laughs> and it's definitely because they gave it to me for free when we went to get my fiance. Yeah, whenever you do the sizing and you get an engagement ring, they're like, here, you can have this. Yeah, yeah. They're like, because they said to me, they said, do you want uh, a ring as well? Yeah. I'm like, well, guys don't typically do this. And, well, you know, shows your promise. And you can, you know, like you're like connected with this other person. And I was like, yeah, like I don't really care about the spiel that I need right now. They said, and it's free. Oh, it's free. Well, well, free. You have to pay for an engagement ring. First. Well, but it's free, so I'm getting more out of my money, right? Yeah. So I said I'll take the black one. They said we don't have black ones in your size. We have this horrible, like gunmetal, shiny, shimmery gray, or regular gold. And I was like, yep. I guess I'm stuck with gold. So I took a gold one. And all of this to say, we were sitting on his back patio, a wooden deck that was only maybe like six inches off the ground. And this is going to be important later because I said, well, my ring is quite bendy. I took it off my finger. I bent it in half and it flew out of my hands. And it goes slow motion rolling perpendicular to the boards of the deck. So it's just bouncing over them underneath the table towards other people. Right? The other people on the other side of the table. And nobody thought I should stop that ring. Nobody thought I should grab it. Everyone stared as it slow-mo rolled and turned sideways and slipped in between the wood like a coin in a coin machine. And it was gone. (laughs) My ring vanished. And the important part is that this it was in the middle of the deck, and this deck is so short that you You cannot get underneath it. The only way to get under it is to remove the whole deck or cut a hole in the top of it. And I was not about to do that for a free silicone ring that I had, <laughs> that I had bought. Dude, It was. I felt so ungodly embarrassed because they're all like freaking out. And of course, I'm like, dude, I'll get a new one yeah. Monday at the jewelry You're store. Like, this is like, not my actual wedding band. Yeah, this does not matter so much to me. This was free. But everyone was like, you know, freaking out because it's supposed to be sentimental and all this sort of stuff. So I knew right then and there that my weekend was going to be wild because then we toured Michigan State University. Did you now? Because why? my partner's friend works there. So he thought, hey, I'll take you around Michigan State because I've never seen it. And they have an ice cream shop there. Mm-hmm. And they take the cows that are on site at the university. And when they milk them, they make this ice cream uh, every day fresh. And which, by the way, is a really cool thing. Oh, yeah. That's, that's super awesome. So we go to get ice cream. And like the whole town obviously knows about this because the line is, I mean, it kids everywhere like you're not in college it is also a college campus so even if there it wasn't open to the public you have thousands of college kids yeah but there was like a bunch of seven and eight year olds i was like unless you're some sort of boy genius that's foaming at the mouth with blue ice cream you don't go here so we get one scoop of ice cream which was actually like a pint's worth this dude we're like yeah like one scoop in a in a a cup and this guy goes digging like yep. you know, elbow deep in this ice cream to try to dig, scrape this stuff up. But he's got it piled so high you can't actually eat off of it. And it was $4 for what was effectively a pint of ice cream. Yep. It's like, what in the heck is happening? Well, that's because most of their funding comes from the division where they're working with the cows and whatnot. So right. Like, it's just kind of a supplemental nice thing they can do. Right. That's why it's so cheap. Yeah. yeah. You're completely right. So we finish all of this. 
And then we drive to our Airbnb, where my fiance, myself, and another friend are staying. It is 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. We go into Grand Rapids, Michigan on our way back from Lansing. We turn down sort of a couple streets previous, and you're like, ooh, this looks like downtown Milwaukee. <laughs> you know, like houses nope. are really close together, all kind of crumbling. You know, it's sort of a bit seedy looking. There's a rundown car outside, and we turn down our street. And there's no, there is street parking, but because this is a big city, there's no parking like driveways. Driveways. You yeah. know, if you live anywhere else in the country, probably you think of parking as a driveway. Yep. But because these homes are so close together, much like Milwaukee or maybe like in New York, that doesn't exist. The parking is on the small alleyway behind the house. And yep. when I say small, I mean like I was rubbing my mirrors on branches and stuff as I was going through this thing. And of course, because this is a neighborhood full of lots of friends, there's not a parking space to be seen. So I yep. do, in fact, have to park on the street next to the fire hydrant, the dilapidated car, and across the street, the one that is condemned with like the police stickering on it. Yep. So it's 10 o'clock at night. Get out. Our other friend is already there. We walk in and we you know, we take a look at the place. It's the upper portion of this house and it's not nice. I'll admit it. It's not that great. Every single wall is a new pattern of colors. I don't understand it. Um, but it was okay. The beds were nice and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So that was our Airbnb. And I know that you were staying in a better part of town. I don't know where you were staying though. Uh, I was staying about maybe five miles south of there. But if anybody's ever been to a big city, it is very much usually involves either a main street, a Mm. railroad or like a bridge over like a river. And then it's immediate difference. I had a very nice hotel. It was by far the nicest hotel because I was on a long trip before this as well. Nicest hotel of the trip by far, Um, which was to be expected The wedding that we were attending this was they basically gave coupons because they had a big group coming to this yep uh hotel and i got that so for a little over a hundred dollars a night it was a full studio suite which we don't have a lot in wisconsin but it was essentially you get one queen bed instead of most hotels are almost always just like either two twins or two queens right next to each other but without the other bed they had like a full kitchen and uh, like dishwasher fridge that we never touched because we were there for a night. But aside from that, it was very nice. So you mean to tell me you didn't have any wood paneling on your walls? Uh, you no, we didn't <laughs> have wood paneling. <laughs> you didn't have any any uh, outlets that didn't work or any sort of uh, mischievous activities going on outside? No, we did not. See? Although she was very worried when we were coming to you. Uh, she was concerned because she's only lived in our area, which is quite nice yes. and neighborly. That you guys might not have been safe or it was a little sketchy in your area. <laughs> but I had to reassure her. I said, it's not it's not like the ghetto. It's not that part of town. And I could determine this very quickly because we were going down the street. And on both sides of the street where you were mentioning the parking, there were cars parked on the street. Yes. I don't know for those of you who have are unaware, if you live in a big city and you are in what is, because every big city has the bad part of town, yep. which is a few blocks of where you do not go, you will not find anyone parking their car 
on any of those streets. Because what happens if you park your car on any of those streets? It's no longer your car, and you will no longer have a car when you yes, come back out. You'll be missing portions. It might be <laughs> yes. a mirror. It might be your rims. It exactly. could be the radio. So it, that was the first time I'm like, no, this is just kind of big city. This is what most big city housing is. And yeah. It was an eye-opener for her. She's like, really? I'm like, yeah, because when you're in a big city and a lot of things are close together, they were built long ago, and it's difficult to service because everybody's so close together, you can't really do any construction or renovations yeah properly. i mean we I, we were completely safe there i had a great night's rest the first night i woke up the next morning at i don't know seven o'clock to the tow truck coming <laughs> to tow away the dilapidated uh police barricaded car yep that i'm pretty sure the person that was the previous owner was not very thrilled about so i woke up to that calamity happening outside and then my better half and I walked to the nearest gas station, which was like 0.3 miles away. So just down a couple streets. Yep. And uh, we passed the high school, which had a giant now hiring sign out front, which was really there. nice. I could work there. <laughs> we rolled over to the Seno Co. to uh, to get you know like some Gatorades and stuff yep. for the day, right? And it was really not a great, not a great now. The thing is that the people are just fine. The ones in the cars, it's the people oh, yeah. walking you need to be concerned about, especially at that time of the morning. Like, if you're like, you know, um, swaying down the street, that at tells seven a.m. Yeah, you didn't yeah. wake up and get to that. You were that last night. Yeah, you know, so you're still on that bender. So there was a couple of those, couple of folks where yeah, like you're uncomfortably close and like not all there. But it was really nothing like we were in any harm or danger, anything like that. Just a little, you know, uncomfy maybe. Yep. But then we got to to where the wedding was going to be, and it was this beautiful place. I mean, the wedding was just where the where that actual venue was. Yep. Which was basically like an outdoor pavilion area. It was gorgeous. So it does to show that Grand Rapids does have at least three or four. Decent areas, at least three or four. That's every big city. And every big city, there's a couple hotspots which are really nice because that's where all the time, care, love, money yes. goes into. And then the rest tends to be an issue. And it's also an issue. A lot of big cities, people don't really realize how many people live there. Whenever you have so many people in one spot, it's really difficult to maintain like a suburbia type yes image agreed with yourself but yeah the park which i appreciated it was up on a hill where the pavilion was yep. so you got to look out over michigan has not like mountains but they have nice rolling hills that are forested and i thought the gradient of different trees they had there was really beautiful yeah oh i completely forgot the best part before that i was gonna i completely forgot so get a load of this after the wrecker <laughs> and after you know we got our our gatorades and whatnot we had breakfast and my better half decides, well, we should go do something with our morning, right? Because other people were rolling into town, right? Yep. We had gotten there a day before all of our friend group. So we go checking out some parks like the Robert Roberto Clemente Park down the way. And we're deciding, you know, what could we do to spend our morning? And there, we find out there's a zoo, like the John Bell Zoo or whatever. Yep. So we go over there and it's like $19 a ticket. And I'm thinking to myself, this better be a good freaking zoo. <laughs> So we go walking up and this gal with like a, a herd of kids comes walking up to us and she says, do you guys have any tickets? And I was like, oh, please tell me you're not about to ask me 
to pay for you and your enclave of kids <laughs> tickets. Like, this is not it. And I was like, no, we don't. And she said, oh, good. And she opens up this stack of papers she has and starts peeling off tickets that she has. She must have had extra, like, youth and adult tickets. So we ended up actually getting a ticket for free, which I was like, hey, you know what? Maybe I could, like, rewrite my script on Grand Rapids. This is going to be great. I started getting good vibes about the whole thing, right? It was, like, 90 degrees outside, but we go through this zoo, and the zoo was immaculate. It was under construction, so it wasn't at its fullest form. Yep. But it was really cool. We got to see all the lions and the bears and... The, uh, the enclosures were huge open spaces, and there was zip lines and camelback rides. Obviously, we didn't do that, but the kids did, and it <laughs> looked fun. And it was like a zoo that was cut into a hill, like a mountain. Yeah, so it's like you're going up a switchback, and there's like different things to see, and it was all laid out. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is so great. Grand Rapids must have transformed since I've been last. I'm rewriting my whole narrative. I'm about to give a speech on how good it is, and then we drive home. <laughs> We leave the John Bell Zoo, we hit the main drag, we go over a bridge, and we're stopped at a red light. And some person with a small cardboard sign is walking up and down. And I'm thinking to myself, this is probably someone that's homeless, looking for a handout to try to spark themselves back, going again in life, or to get their next fix of crack. Either one of these things. So this person comes walking towards the car, and... and <laughs> I was taken aback by the color of this person's hair because it was like every color of the rainbow. And because they had me drawn and I read the sign, and it said, and I quote, Weed Pweez, P-W-E-E-Z, question mark. And underneath <laughs> it read, A blunted day keeps the doctor away. <laughs> this person was looking for a weed handout on, on the, on just on the bridge uh, in Michigan. And what was funny is because they're walking up and down to all the cars asking for weed, the friend that we had, there was like a couple of apples that we had left over for yep. breakfast at the door. She was going to take one out and whip it at this girl. Oh, my God. <laughs> she, so she didn't. Thank goodness. But goodness. she's like, I was going to. She's like, wow, what if I, I toss this apple and say, actually, it's an apple a day. <laughs> <laughs> so they were asking for weed, which was hilarious to me. Fi- you know, fixed only by the sight of the their you know um, compadre in weed smuggling, which was another human. I can't decide, boy or girl, that was sat on the other like on the end of the bridge, right on the sidewalk area, and their pants are down below their butt cheeks, <laughs> and they're sitting there on their phone, and we're like, gosh, what is happening here? And their shirt kind of starts riding up, you know, as they're moving around. Yep, and they think to themselves. Oh, man, I got to fix this. So they take their shirt and they kind of like pull it down as far as it can go. But it's like a tank top and this is a bigger person. So it, it like where, where the shirt goes down in the back, it comes up in the front. Mind you, bare ass cheeks are still touching the concrete bridge. I was absolutely mystified by what I was seeing here in Michigan. So I knew then I could not rewrite my story. Michigan has not changed. It was a shit show. Yeah, I had a lot of ups and downs on our travel as well. We went up and over, so the UP and to north to south to where we were going. And the UP drivers, or UPers, what they call themselves, which just sounds awful. Stop calling yourselves that. No, but they should annex themselves if they're so dedicated to being oh, yeah. their own thing. Even on their, their license plates. They had specific license plates that weren't just like the pure Michigan license plate. They said UPer. Jesus. 
Yeah, they should just annex themselves because it's nothing like Michigan. And credit where credit is due, both the UP and Northern Michigan, some of the best highway drivers I have ever seen somehow. Whoa. Like we're talking, I did not see a single person not merge properly, zip immediately in every time. I did not see a single person, you know, coasting in the passing lane as almost everywhere does. They would quick pass, get immediately over. Wait, did they use their blinkers though? That is one of the misses. Oh, That's dude. <laughs> Michigan, you guys can't have it all. There are <laughs> you perfect highway drivers, uh, very nice, courteous, knows all your traffic regulations except two. One isn't actually technically breaking the law, but baffles me. And it is the speed limit in almost every highway we were there in Michigan was either 70 or 75 in the more up north where there's not really a lot of people. Every single local Michigan person drives five miles under the speed limit. Like if it's 70, they all go 65, which isn't inherently bad. It's not breaking the law or anything. But I come from Wisconsin, and in Wisconsin, if the speed limit's 70, that really means everybody on the road, like the normal traffic's going at least 80, 85. (laughs) So I'm sitting here, I'm like, thinking I'm speeding, well, one way or another I'm speeding, but I think I'm going way, way faster. I'm like, am I speeding that badly that I'm passing people going like 65? Is the speed limit 55 or something? No, it's still 70, 75. They just drive very slow like they don't have a lot of places to be so i'm going past them 90 mile an hour cruise <laughs> 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 they're probably thinking all the stereotypes of wisconsin because there's a huge stereotype and it's true we drive very fast especially on highways <laughs> which is funny because we're by capita the world's drunkest or the capital oh yeah, yeah yeah country's drunkest state <laughs> so- with all the drunkest cities oh yeah, yeah, yeah we are the most hammered and we give the <laughs> least care if it is a highway, it doesn't matter if it's an interstate, a highway, or a county highway, you know, a 55 a road. dirt road. We are going 90, 95 <laughs> everywhere we're going. That is 100% true. So, Michigan, little culture shock in there. Another culture shock that my significant other and I both noticed that persist, persisted our entire time through all of Michigan that was to the extent where we genuinely started wondering if this was a law in Michigan, not a single turn signal or indicator the entire time we were in Michigan. We started counting, I think, of everyone there, we had four people properly use a turn signal in all of Michigan. Almost always, they just never turned it on. Dude, the second you said that to me, because when you stopped by, like, no one here uses turn signals, (laughs) and I was like, that can't be true. (laughs) So the, I also counted the whole rest of my trip. I didn't get not one. See? Not so one. So weird. We were baffled. We're like, is it like, is it not law? Can you just not use your turn signal here? We're like, there's no way. That, that can't <laughs> they, be the case. They, they all ran out of blinker fluid. They don't have any more. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, I was dumbfounded how not a single person in all of Michigan uses their turn signal, which is just wild because they're... Other than that, they were great drivers. They didn't do anything else wrong. They were driving under the speed limit, for uh, goodness sake. Yeah, yeah. But they would just go. They would make turns. They would go change lanes and whatnot. Never touch their turn signal. And I'm sitting here thinking, that's like the one thing you can get pulled over for in Wisconsin. Yes, yes. 
you could be blowing a point five and driving <laughs> ninety five, but as long as you're using your turn signal and lane changing properly, you're not getting so, pulled over. So long as you're respectful, you're good. Yeah. Well, pardon me, excuse me, the whole. <laughs> but yes, if I were to go back to Michigan ever, which firstly, <laughs> firstly, not going to because let's be real, Michigan. And most of Michigan and most of Wisconsin, the exact same. They're just deep forests with light hills and a lot of streams and lakes. That is both. So I have no reason to go all the way to Michigan. It's true. But if I were, the southern part of Michigan, which I have been, which is your Grand Rapids, I think they're only like 75, 80 miles north of the southern border. And the far northeast, which is Detroit, which I've also been and will not return. I'm completely annexing that they're not part of Michigan. If we just take like Northern Michigan and the UP and whatnot, completely beautiful and nice. It's like everywhere in Wisconsin you go just to have a nice camping weekend. So I have nothing against them. When we, when we always talk trash against Michigan. No, when we speak we, the truth, don't you dare st- say it like whoa, we, Oh, have... you can do both. <laughs> okay. Well, at least what I am, I will now narrow it down when we are, Speaking truth about Michigan, it pertains to the Grand Rapids area and Detroit. That's yeah. The rest of Michigan, you're off scot-free. I found nothing <laughs> wrong with you. <laughs> Please use your turn signal a little more. Aside from that, found nothing wrong. Oh, except there was a couple things in Mackinac specifically. I'm not sure if this is all in Michigan or if I can just flame Mackinac for a sec here. <laughs> Mackinac, this was a high-low point that of the trip... My significant and I were going out. We're like, it's dinner time. We're going to stop someplace quick. We don't want to spend a lot of money. We just want to in and out, uh, get to the hotel. We stop at this place called like Audis or something like that. It's like Audis. One building off by its lonesome. It says it's a diner. We, diner. we look up online, find the pr- uh, prices, see the r- reviews. It's a diner. We're talking like eight, nine dollars for a fish basket or something diner yeah something just to get some food and get going we park and everything's fine it still says audis we're definitely at the right place and one building we go in the front door immediately having second thoughts that we might have just went through a wormhole or something because this was not diner aesthetic we go in and there was an entire like wine lounge Ooh. on a step down and everything was like your um stuffed animals and different exhibits and different like hand-painted pieces of art that you know are expensive and someone who was incredibly nice but also didn't fit the atmosphere so it was kind of like a weird transition a host came to seat us and this was a very kind hearted very gay very not dressed for the scene gay man <laughs> who was wearing just black like booty shorts like okay. tight black booty shorts okay. and a normal t-shirt everyone else that we could see in here is like yacht club to the extent where oh. i i met i found someone in there that i didn't think this ever happened except in movies that were filmed in california that were supposed to like show rich life had the yacht sweater 
tied around. Whoa. Yeah, that I've never thought existed until now. You saw it. Yeah. But anyhow, the host, very friendly, headed us right to a table. They were didn't have a wait or anything. We sat down. And then the host went away, and we came up with... Had to have been like one of the owners, because it wasn't like a normal waiter-waitress-type mm. deal. But came in very... Like thousand dollar get up of Gucci sweater, nice dress pants and everything, and said, "Can we get you a wine menu to start?" And that was the final nail in the coffin. I'm like, "There's no way <laughs> this is the diner we're supposed to be." At. <laughs> and sure enough, we're like, "No, we're good." I-, I got a water. She, I think, got a lemonade. And they come out with a menu, and on the top did not say Audis at all. <laughs> it said like like wilderness something some like supper club name oh geez and it was 100 percent a supper club we're talking they had a one page of meals because supper clubs tend to have very small menus yep yep and it was like filet mignon it had like the seafood special which was like you know 59 dollars, and you got your scallops lobster tail <laughs> and then a couple other like of their specialties one that i got which was amazing incredibly expensive and supper club priced but it was like elk steaks that were with like elk steak medallions with some wild rice and asparagus it was it was really good it sounds delicious yeah but really expensive we got the receipt at the end another flip to now we're even more more confused after being more confused (laughs) at the top of the receipt it did not say what the menu said it didn't say wilderness (laughs) or anything it said Audis. (laughs) Audis. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, how, there was nothing here that resembled Audis. You've been bamboozled. <laughs> we didn't find out till after we walked out this entrance. <laughs> there are two main doors going into this establishment. We went in the right. There was a left. The left door. We were curious. We peered in. Inside right away. We see like one of the um, trifold billboard type things. Oh, yeah. That said... Audis, and it had its specials like uh, fresh Lake Michigan perch or something. Nine bucks. I'm sitting there like, <laughs> we come to find this place is running two separate, very, very different uh, levels of dining in the same building. Dude, you got taken for <laughs> with two different you, had, you got absolutely taken for. And there's no like. <laughs> There's nothing labeled in any of the doors. There's no difference. It's one <laughs> yes. door, one door, you're in yacht-loving country club, <laughs> like supper club. The other door, you're in oh, hometown no. diner. <laughs> you played Russian roulette and lost. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was probably the best meal we had on the entire trip. Dude, I actually hit you. What's funny is I think this is a Michigan special because I had a very <laughs> similar experience. But first, allow me to tell you about this ad read. Oh, my heavens to Betsy. Okay, so here's what happened. We had a... My, dude, my fiance and I are still bamboozled about this one. So after the morning I told you about where the wrecker and we go to get some Gatorades before... No, I'm sorry. Af, no, before the zoo. Here's what happened. We thought we're since there's a kitchen at this Airbnb, we could probably cook our meals and be completely satisfied as opposed to having to go out. Also because there's really nothing in the area that we are besides like True. rundown fast food joints. And we didn't really want that. So we went out. We searched for a local supermarket. 
and we find one only 0.6 miles away. So we all get in the car, we go over to the supermarket, and we roll into like this strip mall looking place. There are no signages anywhere, except for this one sign on the far left building that says like, Soul Food. Thought says, well, we're like, oh, that can't be it. So we walk in the door to the right, and we get, we walk in. We're all like, "This has got some real like Dollar General, Dollar Tree type vibes, right?" Like there's there's like some there's like a toilet section like with cleaning solutions. Yep. There's like an office section with some pens and papers. There's one stretch of freezers and some like discount chips. Yep. Like, well, Grand Rapids, I guess this isn't the best part of town. So we go through, we make our selections. You know, we get like some mac and cheese cups. And some Lay's potato chips and just like sandwich materials, things we might need yep. for lunch. And we check out, and I, I, you know, the girl rings me up, and I'm ready. I pay my, you know, my thirteen dollars. I slide my card in, and I shit you not, it says Dollar General at the top <laughs> of it. At the, what happened to the market that I've been looking for? Right, so I pay first. I get my Dollar General. Everything, by the way, is double bagged. I don't know yep. what's up with this. This is why everyone carries around plastic bags in Michigan, because they have an excess. Everything is double and triple bag. That's more big city thing, because in the big city, everybody almost always commutes by foot, so you're walking, and if you have a grocery visit, it's traditional. If you don't, you'll get yelled at. They want you to double bag, that way it doesn't tear through. Dude, my mac and cheese cups and loaf of bread had enough protection to legally be (laughs) called Trojan. Oh, I mean, they have a percentage much higher than the Trojan (laughs) brand. It really, it's incredible. So I pay first and my better half is paying behind me and I go walking out and I'm like, what in the heck did I miss? So I'm walking up and down this strip mall trying to figure out there's one door on the far end that's like Asian cuisine. I'm like, okay, that, that can't be it. And I walk over underneath the soul food sign and there are shopping carts and an, <laughs> and an entryway. And I look at the signage, and the rest of the sign that says supermarket had fallen off. <laughs> soul food supermarket. All I'm left with is soul food, because that's the only part of the sign that remains. I would definitely not expect that to be a market. I'd expect that to be like a barbecue place. Yes, that's what I said. (laughs) So I walked in door number two. But it turns out that is the supermarket. Wow. So I, too, got bamboozled by the Grand Rapids. Were they at least both open? Both open? I think it was open. I didn't didn't walk in. I I was furious. Gary, Indiana. For those (laughs) who don't know, Gary, one of the worst cities in the nation. This only helped me solidify it because we're... We were driving back. We're going to stop for lunch at Gary. And it was another thing where it was sort of like a food court where there was one food court on one turnoff. That's all you got. Yep. And they had four things. They had like Taco Bell. If I remember, it it was Taco Bell, Burger King, Popeye's, and I forgot the other. I think it was Arby's maybe, but like four things. Sure. And we're like, okay, we'll find something. As you know, I can't stand... Taco Bell, the others I'll, I'll tolerate. Maybe Burger King, but the others I'll tolerate. Uh, we pull up, and the lights kind of seem like not everything's on. We're like, this is So weird where did you end up going to? Which, which restaurant did you select from? Popeye's. Okay. We were going to say, what I of these, we'll just get Popeye's. Popeye's is cheap. It's horrible for you. But it tastes good. <laughs> and you always have an interesting dining experience. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because n- no one, no worker that I've ever met at Popeye's wants you to be at Popeye's. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, th- 
Thank you. They are all the same. Every Popeye's experience I've had all across this country, and I've yep. been to lots yep. of them because I've been on so many turnoffs where that's the only thing that looks decent, mm-hmm. right? Every single time I walk into a Popeye's, Every single time, there are 45 people behind the counter. Not a one of them wants to take your order. When they nope. take your order, they get your order wrong. It takes forever. Dude, the last time I went into a Popeye's, I was stared at by the employees behind the counter because I was the only white guy there. And they were staring open face, laughing at me for being in their Popeye's. <laughs> They did not get my order right. They got my. They lost my ticket one time I went in. I literally, they called five people after my number, and I was like, yo, where's mine at? And they said, can you give me your ticket? And I said, yeah, and I handed it to them, and they said, this didn't come off the register. <laughs> so I had to sit there and have my order remade a second time. Popeye's is the worst experience you're going to get in terms of customer service, and it is the only edible place out of the four things you get on every turnoff across this whole flipping nation. I don't think I've had that bad. If I were to have the worst place, it still has to be Panda Express, because they just don't have food. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, at least I'm getting food at Popeye's, but I am getting, like, objected to a bunch of (laughs) customer service nonsense. I will agree the three parts that all Popeye's share that I will say I've had every experience with you. One, they customer service never taught in Popeyes. Never. They give zero care. Never. Secondly, it's always slow. I, I don't know how because Popeyes they always have like big baskets of food they have pre made because they only have like three things there and they're just digging up. Still, always incredibly slow. If you go to Popeyes, you're waiting twenty minutes at least if you're the only one in line. <laughs> and then the third thing, I feel like if you ever watch them, they always angrily pack your food. Like, they take those chicken yes. tenders, and they just throw yes. it in the box, and they just yeah. slam that down, throw it, yes. all like a dead stare as you're watching them do it. <laughs> Dude, and sitting there like, the chicken's already dead. Why, why are you angrily Dude, throwing this thing around? This is my experience. <laughs> yeah. But then once again, it is it is <laughs> very delicious food with how much, like, I don't know, margarine or MSG they throw in that stuff. Oh, it's delicious. Jesus, yes. Um. But yeah, all the way back to Gary, where I'm thinking I'm going to get the Popeye's experience. And my significant other actually likes Popeye's more than me. So she's even thinking, yeah, I'm going to get the Popeye's experience. She loved their biscuits. We walk up to the front door. I, I try it a little. The right side wasn't budging. I'm like, okay, a lot of people lock one side of the door. Sure. Which, light tangent, at least in Wisconsin, it is illegal for all you businesses who only keep one of your doors unlocked and then the other's like deadbolt because apparently you're lazy or something, so only one door opens, that is a fire code violation and is very illegal. <laughs> Stop doing that. Open your doors. Yeah. It takes two seconds to release the deadbolt and have you them both open. Jerks. <laughs> Anyhow, back to it. I'm like, that's weird. And then I saw a little paper sign. Gary, Indiana paper. So it's not white. <laughs> It's like off yellow. It looks like someone used it to wipe their sweaty arms. (laughs) And it says, uh, closed, Popeyes, Burger King, Arby's. Oh, no. And then the last remaining thing said, Taco Bell, open. Monday through Friday. (laughs) It was like noon to six. And then Saturday and Sunday, closed. So I'm sitting here, it's, it's Sunday, and I'm thinking... This entire restaurant has, it's not open. <laughs> the entire weekend, which is the most traveled time, there's nothing to eat. Nothing to eat. So all of that to say, no, I didn't end up with Popeyes. <laughs> I ended up with nothing. <laughs> Literally nothing. 
<laughs> you got nothing. Yeah, I you got lose. nothing. Oh, <laughs> the only thing that made it, I guess, worth it is my significant other loves dogs like every other generic white chick. If you're a generic white chick out of there, you're only getting offended because you know it's true. Likes dogs more than anything else in life, like almost unhealthily. And there was two dogs that were really cute, prancing up and down. Someone was walking, and she really liked them. Aside from that, horrible experience. Once again, Gary, Indiana, you are showing you're at least, you know, bottom five cities you in America. You know what's funny is when we were, now that you've mentioned Taco Bell, this reminds me of our trip down. So my body, like I get really, really sick in a car. Actually, just in general. So I can't go more than like 170 miles in a car trip. So, okay, we stop off at a no-name place off the highway in Indiana, entering Michigan, right? So, we get there, and we stop off at a Walgreens, because this is like a one, what's like a one-street city, right? Yep. And the Walgreens is there. We both need to use the restroom. Okay, great. Walking up and down, so my stomach can settle itself, we find a Taco Bell. My better half decides, you know what? We could get a Baja Blast Freeze. How great would that be? That would be a fun little, you know, like a fun drink to get the day yep. going. So we walk in and they say, uh, we don't have Baja Blast freezes here. And my, and my partner goes, but that's what you do here. Like that's, <laughs> that's all you, that's what you're famous for is Baja Blast. I say, yeah, we don't, we don't have freezes though. So it's like, well, what, what, what can I get? Well, we make a mango freeze. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I guess I'll take the mango freeze, sir. So he walks on over, and I love how this dude, the whole time, he's like, you know, like, hey, I'll be right with you type of deal. Like, he's taking other orders. There's no one at this Taco Bell. Ain't no one in the drive-thru. There ain't no one there. There's two people eating on the far corner of the restaurant. So he eventually gets to taking our order and eventually gets to making our mango thing that he, like, pours out of a a glass. Yep. And he hands it to us. He says, thank you. And we leave. So I'm stuck with a mango smoothie now for the rest of my car ride. Yeah, it was just disgusting. I think that's, uh, I've noticed this tenfold. As soon as in 2020, when we kind of, you know, America all locked down and no one went anywhere, ever since we kind of reopened and did stuff uh, and became, you know, whole again, uh, fast food places kind of stayed with the lockdown policy where I cannot find, it used to be fast food horrible for you it's usually pretty pricey for what you get and it's not very fulfilling but it was quick it was there you'll get it you'll move on i cannot think of a single fast food place well at least in our area we have a singular chick-fil-a and because they have so many people working there and they take your orders outside that's always fast i was gonna say they have four lanes wide yeah they do have like four lanes wide and people like walk with you as you're ordering that's quick aside from that somehow (laughs) I cannot think of a single fast food place that is up to even the, you know, fast food standards of prior to 2020. Yeah, you know what's bad when you can go to a subway and get through a busy subway faster than the McDonald's. Line. Yeah. Yes. That's what we ended up doing after the original Gary, Indiana incident. We dro- drove for another half hour, stopped at a McDonald's. The McDonald's was busy, like all McDonald's are, for reasons unknown (laughs) and if you know me i never go to mcdonald's because i can't stand like almost any fast food but we're there we sit in line there was probably a good nine ten people ahead of us we finally get up and we order we pull up to the window and like most fast food now we just kind of sit there 
and they kind of like look at you awkwardly and they're like, okay, we'll take your card. They take it and then they give it back to you and then nothing for quite a while. They just stare at you. <laughs> yeah. And I think she ordered like a basic cheeseburgers and fries and I ordered one thing of chicken nuggets. I felt nothing else. So I'm like, this is really, really abysmal for how many people I could see scurrying back there and getting our food. And I got the food and the first thing I did was try a fry from my significant other's little pouch. I cannot believe people like McDonald's fries because people will live and buy and die by them and say it's like the best fast food fry. You guys are either lying, don't have never had another French fry in your life, or so high that you don't remember huh. eating. Dude, not hang on. Fries. Let me let me pause you in your tracks because I would stipulate. I think McDonald's might have some of the better fast food. French fries. Of how many I places? I do not think that they have the best fries. Uh, do you? Would you consider on a scale from good or bad? Are they good fries or bad fries, though? They are good fast food fries. That's not what I ask, though. Are they good or bad fries? Because uh, people try to tell me that they're really good for French fries. Listen, if I get them at a bar, like if I'm going to... If Any I'm of going, the bars we have in Wisconsin? I was going to say, if I'm going to a Wisconsin bar, right? I'm talking one. It could be a hole-in-the-wall canopy. And I'm ordering French fries, and those things walk out, I'm saying take them back. Yes. Now, if I go to any fast food, Burger King, Arby's. Actually, Arby's has the curly fries. So I was going to say, there are Arby's, Wendy's, name another one in the area, right? Their fries are all the same. They're undercooked. Yep. They're soggy. They're yep. cold. They don't have enough salt. These are all things that McDonald's have rectified. I'm not saying their fry is superior compared to all fries in life, but I am saying they are the superior fast food okay. fry. Maybe that's why it's ruined for me because, yes. you know, we live in Wisconsin and a lot of people probably only get fries when they go to fast food. We are spoiled. Every time you order fries in Wisconsin, you're getting beer battered, mm. crisp, mm. thick, deliciously mm. seasoned fries mm. every time. And then I was at McDonald's I'm like, these are just really just disappointing and there's not much there and then i tried the chicken nuggets and those i almost couldn't stand i don't know like what's in the chicken nuggets but it doesn't taste like chicken like even when i go to popeyes i can tell there's chicken in their chicken stuff yes yes mcdonald's it just kind of feels mushy and vaguely meaty like you, i could not tell what's in it hmm. credit where credit is due the outside like the breading was crisp and it was pretty good Inside, where they give you the thin layer of whatever that is, not not it. Yeah, that's why you cover it in sauce and just tell yourself, this is only taking three days off my life. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Colon cancer is curable nowadays. This All is fine. All of that to say, if fast food is going to keep deteriorating and being abysmal in all regards, and you can go to a standard place for the same amount of time now, please support your local bars, especially if you're in the Midwest. Give it a try. You won't be disappointed. You will never touch fast food again because you can get all the same stuff. You want even like chicken tenders. You want Ooh. burgers. You want fries. They'll give it to you. It'll blow out any <laughs> fast food chain out of the water yes. tenfold for usually less money. Amen. You go to a bar at seven ninety nine. You get a half pound burger with Ooh. whatever you want on that. <laughs> Those beer batter fries, you can upgrade for a dollar, get fresh Wisconsin cheese curds. Oh, mama. <laughs> There's no reason to go to fast food anymore. It's the truth. I'm convinced. It's the truth. Hey, I, I should. I Okay. I, I, have like two I have two more things because I think, first of all, people probably think that we're really bashing on Michigan and we are. But I want to tell you this other thing that happened to me. 
first of all, the wedding was incredible. Yes. Right? I mean, it was really stressful for me because I was, I was his best man. So I'd like keep the rings on me and make sure like he was all happy and satisfied and all the things, right? And uh, my, my speech also didn't start off on the best footing because I walked away to go to the bathroom and then they announced the speeches. <laughs> yeah, you so, were gone when that Dude, happened. I told the maid of honor speeches like 45 seconds and then they said, and now the best man. And I was gone. I was nowhere to be seen. So I guess someone had to yell, he's in the bathroom. So when they I did do that. So when I came out of the bathroom, the whole place cheered <laughs> as I walked the, the 150 foot walk back to the pavilion. People are like partying up, chanting my name. So that that was kind of wild, but it was a beautiful day. Kind of hot, but a beautiful yeah. summer's day. And the it only got hot in the afternoon. And the yeah. morning it had a huge breeze, which yeah. was nice. Very breezy. We had a beautiful day. We, you know, the lawn games afterwards. Yep. So we were all, you know, the dancing and we were having drinks. And it was just an incredible day. But here's what happened after that. Because the whole thing was done by like 930, really early. Yes, which early I appreciated, wedding. by the way. I'm hoping to do the same with my wedding. Um. We left, and a friend of ours who lives in North Carolina had flown in, mm-hmm. and he said that he was staying in some, like, rundown motel that yep. he found that day when he flew in. And I was like, okay, dude, I'll take you back, because I don't want you to have to Uber all the way back. And this is in the part of Grand Rapids that is, like, he said it was, like, Granville, Grand Rapids, kind of close to where I yep. was. I'm like, okay, whatever, not a big deal. So we're driving, and we get off the exit for his, and it's, like, three miles up the way, and I'm looking, and I'm like, oh, gosh, like... You know, there's there's a rundown shop, and man, there's a bunch of like car dealerships here, and I'm starting to recognize this place. Yep. I'm like, you know, like, gosh, I feel like I've been here before, <laughs> right? And I'm driving by, and I, and I see I see some shops over on the right, and I'm like, God, I recognize those shops from somewhere, and I I see like you know like like a smokehouse over there or something. I'm like, yep. oh my God, I read. Have I been down this road before? And hand on heart, I shit you not over the hill. I see the mire that started this whole podcast. I see it with my own eyes. There is like a, a little kid. There's like a little kid shop and a gun store in the same yep. building. There's a mire off in the way. And there's still the gas station that literally is the spawn of this podcast where I yelled at that guy for staring off into space for 15 minutes while I tried to pump freaking gas. Yep. And the mire I vomited that same night. Dude, that was the place. And just up the way, this dude, my friend, is staying in the Knights Inn, K-N-I-G-H-T. Yep. The $50 night motel. I swear to God, this guy gets out. I give him a big hug. I said, dude, I cannot believe I'm going down memory lane right now. I, I recognize all this stuff. And he said, uh, <clears throat> my my better half when we get back in the car said, uh, should we let him stay here? <laughs> <laughs> the place was so run down. He said it was like 50 bucks a night or something. He's, she said, is he going to be okay here? Should we invite him to our Airbnb? I said, nah, he'll be fine. <laughs> I drove off. It was like 12 minutes away. Dude, I found it. Yep. I found our strip from the original time. I did not find the wig shop. Oh. I was bummed I could not find the wig shop, though. But it came full circle for me where it was like, aha, the whole thing happened. That it is was pretty great. It was absolutely incredible. <laughs> it was the best way ever to end an incredible wedding day it was finding the OG Shittersville Grand Rapids, yep. Michigan. I... That is the OG. It brings back memories. It does. It was M, just as bad as before, too. Big M, if you're listening to this podcast and anyone who's doing any traveling, I would cut money elsewhere aside from shady hotels or motels. Because if you don't know, 
hotel prices are always like market rate where you have a range between maybe $50 and $150. And there's like, that is kind of the range for hotels. I would always recommend spending at least the extra $100 and get a $100 a night hotel. Because at that level, you're going to get a standard hotel experience. If you drop below that, you might save $50 that night. It's not going to be worth it. <laughs> no, it's not. Because you're not going to be able to sleep. Something will go wrong or you're going to get something stolen. And if you something goes wrong and you lose something or you get something stolen, well, you're already out that $50 anyhow. Yeah. And you might catch a you know life altering disease. You might. There's a, there's a strong chance. This was one of the motels where it had like a paper sign on the door that says like after 11 p.m. Please use like the entrance yep. window. Yep. Yeah. 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 Th- those are the kind that I would never recommend. We have one in our area that I'll out. It's the Richmond Motel that is like a seedy little thing mm. on Richmond. Mm-hmm. That's like yep. one little strip of yep. like eight rooms maybe. And I looked up the prices once because I was just curious. It is $30 a night. Holy smokes. No questions asked. None. Thank goodness. And the, and it looks about as, you know, nice of a place as an outhouse in the middle of the woods. Mm. Mm. And there is just as shady bar directly across. Like, they kind of share a parking lot. Yep. And I'm thinking to myself... No one has ever stayed at this motel, like, overnight and used it as an actual motel. This is 100% where only shady things happen. Yes. Drug at that deals bar and, across. And, yes. Yeah, and then they go across. Yep, yep, the drug deals and the sexcapades. Yeah, I have, I have never encountered a single lady of the evening in our area. If I were to make a bet, if I were to go 11 to, you know, 2 a.m., to that bar in our area. That's probably the best bet of finding a lady of the evening or any drug I might want. You're going to find all of them in that area. They're all on the prowl. All that to say, stay away from those. Yes. For $50 more, which, yes, is a lot of money, especially nowadays. If you can find a way to shave off some gas mileage, that's, you know, three miles of gas fuel. Yeah, yeah. Dude, my favorite part of this whole thing is... Because he, he, I told him I'd bring him back to his hotel because it wasn't that big of a deal. It wasn't all that far from ours. And then I said, so, you know, where are you? Are you going back home tomorrow? He said, no, I'm actually hopping the ferry back over to the other side, like to the UP side. Yep. So we can go visit some friends. And uh, But he doesn't have a car here. Ooh. So he has to Uber everywhere. And I am excited to hear about it. I don't think he's actually home yet. I am excited when he gets home to hear about his Uber experiences. Because he had to Uber from the airport. To the wedding, from his seedy hotel to the ferry, across the ferry, like he had to, he had to do all the stuff. So I'm excited to hear he about how he called his... one of us because Ubers are so expensive, especially nowadays. He told me to get from the airport to the venue was like sixty bucks. Oh, my heart! No, or was that not the case? No, how did that go? Hang on a minute. That could have been. I don't remember. There was another price he told me that it was unreasonably low. Okay. But it wasn't maybe that one. Oh, 60 is It was 60 hurts. bucks to get from, yeah, like the airport to his hotel was 60 bucks. Or to the to the venue was 60 bucks. Oh, I cannot imagine someone Ubering. I can't imagine using any sort of non-efficient 
car to begin with right now. Mm. Originally, I didn't know if we were able to take my significant other's car, how that would work. I was budgeting. I have a F-250 diesel, which that long of a trip would probably have, you know, costed more than the rest combined. (laughs) Thank goodness we did not have to take that. Dude, I I had to take mine. My car gets 31 miles to the gallon average. Which isn't bad at all, especially no, considering no, no, that's like, very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we filled up here in Wisconsin at three seventy nine. I was gonna gallon. say, luckily you did, because yeah. Michigan way more expensive. Brimmed it, we got all the way, and I would have made it all probably the whole weekend, but we had to go to Lansing. Yep. So coming back from Lansing, we were like four fifty nine, four forty. We found a four thirty nine and it was like yep. leapt for joy. It was literally seventy cents a gallon more expensive for gas oh, yeah. for less quality gas. Yep, it was a lower quality gas that I got. Yeah, that is something that it's just one of those things that you gotta pick your blessings for your yes. where you live. One of our blessings in Wisconsin, good quality gas for one of, some of the lowest rates in the country. Second blessing is amazing bar food at great prices anywhere in the state and a third blessing is this podcast a gentleman's chat with your hosts billy and ian